It's Guy's Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. All right, welcome to Guy's Guy's Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best. Everyone wins. Guy's Guy's Radio. Hope you're having a great week. Here we are on KCAA in Southern California. I'm just getting around to celebrating my first holiday season in Southern California after moving out for many, many years in uh, New York, New Jersey metropolitan area, most of the time spent in Manhattan, but also at the Jersey Shore in Bergen County, Union County, New Jersey, and here I am in Southern California. I love it here. I've been here many times, and I decided, you know, if I'm ever going to make the move, now's the time to do it. So here we are, and the holidays, it's a little bit of a different trip here in uh, Southern California, but uh, we're having a great time so far. So Guys Guys Radio, it's a place where men and women can be at their best. Everyone wins. We've got a great show for you today. I'm going to bring out our special guest. Her name is Pam Osley in a little while. She's a she's a medium and she's an expert on auras. And she also does a lot of work helping people kind of uh, create their lives. A lot of times we get into situations where it's just reactive. It's like every day is a Xerox copy of the day before. Things get thrown at us, we react. Things get thrown at us, we, we, we react. That's just the way it is. Uh, it's totally understandable. I spent many years of my life that way. Now I'm beginning to unfold on a journey. It's great. I encourage everybody to look for more than meets the eye out there because people have a lot more power than they're given credit for or they're told, and uh, you can really do a lot, and you can create your life. So Pam's going to help us out with that, and she's also going to introduce us to the whole uh notion of uh, auras, the energetic bands that are around the physical body. Everything is energy, as Einstein said, and uh, the physical body is an energetic body, but also around the body there is energy and it comes in the form of colors. And some people are attuned to the point where they can actually see other people's auras, they can see other people's colors. And then there's people who have psychic ability and uh, things like that and of that nature. And the the fact of the matter is, from everybody I've spoken to over the years, all the people who have those abilities that are, have been developed claim that everybody has these abilities. And as uh, I think Jesus said in the Bible, if one man can do it, anybody can, and you'll be able to do even more things than I have. So keep that in mind when, uh, you know, the big old world's trying to keep you down, that there's a lot that we can do. So what I'm going to do on Guys Guys Radio is bring you information that may help you do the things you want to do and live the life you want to lead, your best life, and also be able to create that life moment by moment. So anyhow, back to the change from New York City to Southern California to the holidays. You know, when you're in your New York City for the holidays, it's all about the Rockefeller Center tree. Lots and lots of tourists now there, so it gets super crowded, but there's the skating rink there. I went to one holiday party there with uh, ABC, and uh, it was tremendous, tremendous spread of food. And then you can go out and ice skate and all the free booze you want. And they had little tchotchke bags with all types of great stuff. It was really well done affair. And it, it is gorgeous. And the tree they get is absolutely spectacular. Fifth Avenue is filled with people. They still do some of the holiday windows. Lord and Taylor had been known for their windows. They're out of business, so I don't know if they're doing the uh, with the windows there in that building. That 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 store is shut down. The, the brand is not out of business, but that store is, is uh, I think, going to become a regular office building. 
So I'm not sure if they're doing their windows anymore, but Saks Fifth Avenue does their windows and some other stores. So it's still very festive along Fifth Avenue in New York City. Here in Southern California, we had a holiday celebration in uh, San Diego downtown in the Little Italy section. They had a very quaint, very cute uh, affair the other night where um, my son is in the in the first grade, so they had they had a tree lighting ceremony in Little Italy, and they actually got a new tree and they planted it, so it'll be growing year by year. It was all lit up in silver, beautiful, and they had some uh, uh, Italian singer and they had a choir, and then they had the kids from the school uh, get up and uh, sing a song, uh, two, a couple of Christmas songs, and uh, then they did uh, another group did some uh, little song and dance thing. So it was really nice, and people kind of milled around and chatted, and a very good vibe. Of course, it's not freezing cold, and there's no snow and anything like that, but they still do the holidays right and respect the whole uh, the, the season. And you know, to me, it's all about, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Quants or whatever it is. It's just about people reflecting towards the end of the year about the year they had and the relationship they had with their family and their friends and, uh, and goodwill to all men and women. So to me, that's what the holiday is all about. And it's so nice to see that other cities and other places celebrate the same way. And it's done all over the world. And uh, it made me uh, respect it a little bit more just seeing that I figured, oh, you come out here and it's sunny and hot and you know, it just be fake Christmas, but it's really not. Everybody gets into it, and they treat it with respect. And uh, I really, I'm really digging it. So the other thing that I'm uh, kind of waking up to, if you will, is out here in Southern California. I didn't know what to expect weather-wise once you get into the December area, and I don't know what's coming up in January, February, but in December it gets cool. So it was cool and rainy for about two or three weeks here in the San Diego area, and I didn't know what to expect. But it always seems like it's going to be colder outside than it is. And you get outside and you think, oh, man, it's like 40 degrees out there. And it's not. It's like it gets up into the mid-60s during the day, even if it's overcast. A couple of days that it rained, it really rained hard. But, you know, that's a good thing because it's so dry here, you really need, you really need the rain. <coughs> Excuse me. So getting used to that, and uh, it's nice. A couple other observations that I've been I'm keeping notes on all the observations that I'm making uh, and the difference between life here in Southern California and New York City. And there's, there's no judgments or anything. I'm going to do a whole 30-minute vibe on that, uh, I think, next week. But uh, just a couple of things that I've, I've noticed here that are pretty cool. I notice when you walk down the sidewalk here in San Diego, people are more apt to move to the left. They, they, they'll pass you on the right instead of the left. So if you're walking on the right side of the street, people walking on the right side of the street, a lot of times people kind of get mixed up because it seems like people go to the left more instead of to the right, which was the natural inclination on the East Coast. And I don't know if that's a West Coast thing or not, but I keep noticing it and I keep like almost banging into people because my inclination is to move towards the right and people here are going towards the, the left uh, when they're heading towards me. And so it's like a traffic jam, or is it a West Coast, East Coast thing? I don't know, but pretty cool. The other thing I noticed, which is a similarity, is I remember in New York City, in my neighborhood, the last neighborhood I lived in, there was just, uh, people were reckless about letting their dogs poop on the sidewalk, you know, not curbing their dogs, not picking up after their dogs, just ridiculous. And now I notice here, even in a beautiful city, with not that many people in downtown San Diego. There's only, I think, about 30,000 people in the downtown area right now. 
uh, <clears throat> or maybe it's 30,000 new people have come here, but still, it's not that many people. It's not super crowded, but there's dog poop on those sidewalks every, every so often, and it's like, come on, pick it up, throw it out. It's really ridiculous, but anyhow, just as a little pet peeve of, of mine there. Uh, the other thing, as I've noticed, is you know, in New York City, you can get any type of food and anywhere, any time of day or night, any day of the week, whether it be Chinese or Indian or Filipino or whatever. And you really hear, uh, even though I think Kansas, uh, San Diego is a foodie kind of town and there's a lot of tremendous places, and there's also a lot of places that have beautiful dining areas where you can sit inside or outside, and there's great, great breakfast places. But I do notice there's a... Uh, there's a need for more Chinese food and Indian food and some of the other popular kind of Pan-Asian foods that you get so often in New York, uh, you know, Thai food and pho and things like that, where you just don't see too much of that here. You can find some of it, but not, not much. You really have to go out of your way to get even Chinese food, where there's a Chinese food place on every corner in New York City and also a place to get a slice of pizza on every corner in New York. <coughs> you can get them here in San Diego, but... You kind of look, kind of look around. I found a place in Little Italy has terrific pizza. It's as good as the pizza in New York, but uh, elsewhere, not quite as good, and that's understandable because it's hard to beat New York City pizza, I mean, or Jersey Shore pizza, or Brooklyn pizza. I mean, let's face it. But anyhow, the differences I'm noticing are fun. It's just observations. It's not win or lose and all of that. And uh, you know, the people here are very—they're—they're uh, they're not as guarded as in. Uh, is in New York, and that's not because the people are different, it's just the environment's different. It's a little more welcoming, a little, little late, more laid back, as they say, a little more open for conversation. So that's understandable. So that's cool, and that's kind of refreshing. So anyhow, just a couple of holiday observations, and I'm really looking forward to the rest of the month and getting into January and February and a whole new decade of uh, starting 2020. Can you, can you think of that? It's a new decade we're getting into. I, I didn't think we would... Uh, you know, it's it's really, it's time for a new one, but uh, here it is, right on us, 2020, and we have this big full moon on December 12th coming up, and uh, that's supposed to be a big energetic event. So we'll see what happens. So anyhow, Guys Guys Radio, as I mentioned, we've got a very special guest. Her name is Pam Osley. I think what we should do is get the show rolling, chop it up with Pam. Let's talk about auras. Let's talk about energy. Let's talk about timelines. Let's talk about some of those metaphysical things that when we're doing our job or driving to work or dealing with our family or dealing with our friends or paying our bills or picking up our laundry or whatever, we're not thinking about all those things that are out there that are available to us. But Pam and I are going to dish on it and hopefully you'll, we'll all learn something together and then you can determine, hey, that's for me. I want to learn more or Ah, I don't know about that. Anyhow, but that's what we do on Guys Guys Radio. So thanks for being with us, and let's get into the show right now. I mentioned everybody, I've got a special guest. Her name is Pam Osley. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's a, an acclaimed psychic. She's an aura expert. We're going to get into what an aura is and why it's important. She's got her own radio show. She's an author of four books. Uh, she's a speaker, and she is living proof of the profound shift that is occurring in human consciousness. I wanted to have 
Pam come on to the show to talk about some things that in our day-to-day lives we may not cover. We may not talk about this with our friends. You know, sometimes when we're on our uh, spiritual path, if you will, you know, you have to find the, the people that, you, that are going to relate to you. But you need to have a lot of information also to get started on that path and be able to learn about you know, what spiritual enfoldment is all about because it's a process that takes a while. And ultimately what we hope to be able to do, and I hope all of you listeners out there will be doing, is you know, really creating your own lives uh, moment by moment. And I, I chose Pam uh, and invited her on the show because she is living proof that you can create your life and you have a lot more power than you think you do. So let me uh, tell you a little bit more about Pam and we'll bring her right out. She's author, consultant, radio show host, professional psychic intuitive, aura expert. She's been, appeared everywhere, ABC, CBS, NBC, Dr. Oz, Ricky Lake, uh, Coast to Coast with George Norrie, one of my favorites, and also with uh, Lisa Gar on uh, Gaim TV. And Lisa is fantastic. And frankly, I watch her show a lot and she, I get a lot of great guest ideas there. But Pam has written four successful books called Life Colors, Love Colors, Infinite You, and Making Your Dreams Come True. She's also done TED Talks, etc. And she's founder of the www.auracolors.com website. It's designed to help you create success in your life. I got to tell you, it's a great website. It's very easy to use and it's got a lot of fantastic ideas and information. So welcome to Guys Guys Radio. Pam Osley, sorry for the long introduction. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I get for accomplishing so much, right, Robert? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to get into uh, talking about the sixth sense, auras, using energy, parallel universes, past lives, and even talking to people on the other side. So you're a you're a multifaceted, uh, multidimensional being, if you will. When when you were young, when you were a little girl, if you will, how did you know that you had these gifts, and how did how did they come about, and then what did you do about it? I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, so let me just say this: I believe that all of us are infinite beings. We have all these naturally expanded, more super powers. We all have this. It's just we have been trained not to believe that way. So it wasn't until I was. Over 30, and I'm only 27 now, so okay, no, it was it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I went to hear a psychic speak, and he pulled me up in front of the group that night and said, you, you know how to do this, get up here, and I went, excuse me, he basically threw me in the water, and then I looked back over my life after I started seeing, I was seeing things about people, like I knew a woman was pregnant, she didn't even know she was pregnant, and I, because I, for the first time, Robert, I saw the spirit of a little girl standing next to her, that had never happened to me before. How old were you? Um... 30, okay. 31, something like that. I was in, I just was well, let, me, in- let me, what I'm getting at is, you know, I've interviewed a lot of guests with uh, some of your gifts and it seems like almost to a person, they, they had these gifts uh, out there, if you will, when they were like between one and five years old. And then there's kind of a dormant period and then it all comes out again in a mm-hmm. major way. Did that happen to you? Well, here's the deal. Um, my childhood was pretty traumatic. So I'm going to say I shut down most of my memory of my childhood. Okay. (laughs) I don't know, but I can tell you this. After I um, realized and developed these abilities, I looked back at my life and I went, oh, no wonder I knew that. Oh, no wonder that happened. I started putting the pieces together and realized that I had activated some of these abilities and didn't realize that's what they were. Because, well, you know, I'm a baby boomer, too. I didn't know. We, We weren't talking about this stuff back then. Right. Right, right. And if you did, uh, people would say, okay, yeah, sure. They'll roll their eyes and like, okay, you know, have a, have another drink or whatever. But 
Um, your, first, your new book is called Infinite You. So let's get into that, a journey to your greater self and beyond, because we really want to help our listeners out there live their best lives. And I think my takeaway is that we have a lot more power. People have more power than they think they do. And in this book, you you've really t- teach people how to access that power and put it out there. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, the book and why now is a perfect time to get it out there? Absolutely. Well, here's the deal. I've always been one of those push the boundary adventurous souls. Somebody tell me I can't do something. I want to, you know, it's like, I, I don't tell me I can't do it. So I have studied quantum physics. I've read Seth. I've studied a lot of these people. I went, man, if all of this is possible, I want to know how to do it too. So it just started opening up and developing. Because, And then once I've been able to do it, like go in and out of parallel universes or go outside of uh, um past, present, and future to be able to be psychic and do remote viewing. Once I'm able to do that and I prove it for myself, that's when I start sharing it with everyone else because I want to be grounded and valid and intelligent about it. I'm not a woo-woo person. So I proved it to myself. I've had a lot of experience in it. And then I start exploring it and explaining it to other people so that they have the choice to know. And honestly, Robert, I believe this is part of our evolution. More and more or having psychic experiences or remembering other lives or seeing energies or being able to sense loved ones that have crossed over more and more people. I'm sure you've experienced that are starting to have those experiences. And so I'm not afraid to share with people. And I don't expect that some people, some people are never going to get it. They don't want to, they're afraid of it, or they don't believe there's science behind it, which there is by the way. Um, But I also remind people a lot of things were true long before science ever proved it (laughs) so to keep an open mind so that's why I share it with people I like I like to inspire encourage educate so that people are happier they're more fulfilled and we don't go around the planet feeling like we're little victims or Mm -hmm. small beings we're not we're dynamic infinite beings with amazing abilities let's talk a little bit about um, kind of the power of thoughts and it's not like you can it's not like we need to control our thoughts, but I think we, we need to like manage them. Like, you know, you, your thoughts are your thoughts. But if we think of it as the brain is a processor, because I'm not, I'm not sure how many people realize that the brain is really a processor. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I have kind of come to understand by speaking with so many experts in the area and actually thinking that through. And that there's nothing really out there. The past doesn't exist. The future is hasn't come up yet. So we we have to be mindful about the types of things that cross our, our mind with all the monkey chatter and everything. And if we can put ourselves in a position where we are feeling the way we want to feel and see things we want to have happen, we have a, an opportunity to make those things happen. Now, a lot of people say, yeah, right. Well, I wanted to have a Maserati and I don't have one. And I imagine myself driving around and it didn't happen. So what's that? So how do, how do we, how do, how do you, talk to people who are like skeptics or like saying, you know, how does this all work? Because I'm, are they trying to force their thoughts? Are they putting a stranglehold on it? They, are they not letting go? Are they not giving it over to source? What, what is it that the people are doing wrong and what do they need to do to kind of get a handle on getting in that driver's seat and really creating their lives? Good. Well, you've brought up a lot of interesting points, Robert. Typical Violet, you talk a hundred miles an hour and there's 50 million people in there. Not to Violet. I love Violet. You guys are awesome. You are here to inspire, educate, empower, and shift the consciousness of the planet. So I just have to talk fast enough wow. to keep up with you guys. That's a Violet. So anyway, here's the deal. First of all, I want when people 
Number one, I don't usually try to convince people um, because I know they haven't had this experience. But if people do ask me and they really want to know, number one, I tell them there is evidence of all of this being possible in quantum physics. You know, we're 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 operating out of Newtonian physics, which is hundreds of years old. It's so outdated. It just says that the universe is mechanistic and that's it. We're little biological machines and then we die. That's not what quantum physics says. Quantum physics, if you really read what all those guys, Schrodinger, Heisenberg, all those guys say, they said it's all consciousness. It's all consciousness. Everything is created with consciousness. And I like to use the analogy um, that if you watch your, t- if you look at your TV, you can take apart the back of your TV, at least the older ones, and see all these mm-hmm. circuits firing up. And, right. and there's a show, right? But the show was not developed. It didn't get produced inside your TV set. It's exactly. produced something. With, there's there's waves. There's there's information waves all over the place. And your television is the focus focusing mechanism. That's how I see the brain. That's how I see the body and the brain is that it act, it's, it's, it's processing, just like you said, but our souls are greater than the TV set. Our souls are beyond who we are is so much more conscious, which is why I can do things like remote viewing. I'm, I'm not limited to my brain and body. Now, how do people, when they, they hear the law of attraction or you can manifest with your thoughts, it's absolutely true. And again, it's quantum physics, whatever you Believe in whatever you focus on. It's your thoughts, beliefs, and emotions. It's the emotional energy, which is an energy and motion that brings things about. So when people go, well, I visualized a Maserati and I never got it. And I go, well, I'm going to tell you that you've got a countering belief that goes, that's bullshit. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's real. Right. It's how life works. So I get it. I believe this is true. So I've been able to manifest everything from trips, free trips to Brazil, to Hawaii, to meeting famous people that I always wanted to meet in this lifetime because I don't have the limiting beliefs that this isn't possible. So basically, our thoughts, beliefs, and emotions create our reality. And again, that's quantum physics. So people can read about that, study about that, the double slit experiment, all of that stuff will show. And we're just, people are now just starting to come to light. Robert, that it's quantum physics now, not Newtonian physics, not Newtonian physics says we're all separate and quantum physics says it's all energy and it's all consciousness. And really, in all honesty, there's no such thing as matter. And that's hard for people to grasp. That's a great answer, and thank you, Pam. Um, Pam Osley is our special guest on Guys Guys Radio, and we're talking about a lot of metaphysical things. Uh, one of the concepts that you, you talk about also is that, that time. And, I, and you know, we, we are all living in the, what's called the third dimension, and uh, there's linear time for people to kind of set themselves. But the, the reality apparently is, and I have a hard time wrestling with this also, and that is everything is happening. I want you to get into some of your experiences here. Everything's happening at the same time, and then also there are parallel uh, lives and parallel lines that uh, timelines that we can not only that exist but that we can access. Could you get into that a little bit for us, Pam? Absolutely, and I love that you were talking about such expanded concepts. Um, and remember, people used to think that flight was impossible, or going to the moon was impossible, or even that it was around world was impossible. It seemed like science fiction, but now it's science fact. That's the same thing that's happening right now. So. Quantum physics has evidence that there are parallel universes. So getting outside of time, oh, God, there's so many things to talk about here. All right, Mr. Violet, you've got me in five different directions at the same time. So give me just a second here. 
So starting with that time is just a man-made concept. So I'm going to say this. If you wanted to watch a movie and somebody handed you the reel of the whole movie, right? Here's the whole movie there. You're going to see it at the theater. It's like, well, it's all there. Everything's there all at once. But it's like we run it through a projector so we can see it frame by frame so we can experience it. That's the same thing we do in this quote-unquote reality. Now, I have evidence that you – that. Everything is existing at once because I can look at somebody's future and we'll get into parallel universes and choice in a minute. I can look at somebody's future. I've been I've been doing this for 35 years now. Mm-hmm. I've been able to see I, I told a woman once and just as an example. Well, I see you marrying this guy. I see you in a restaurant in Los Angeles. And she lived in Santa Barbara at the time. And uh, it's the holidays because I can see Christmas stuff. And I see this French guy coming up to his name's Eric. He introduces himself. That's who you're going to marry. And you guys go off to France. And she walked away. She told me years later, she goes, no way. I don't go to L.A. I don't like L.A., blah, 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 blah. She contacted me years later and said, oh, my gosh, I was in a restaurant with my girlfriends at Christmas time. This man came up to me to introduce himself. He goes, hi, my name is. And she said, Eric. And he went, how did you know that? He was from France. That's who she ended up marrying. And they went to France. Now, the only way that's possible, and I'll tell you how Einstein talks about this, the only way that's possible is if it was all there at once. Uh, Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to see it. Now, Mm -hmm. it's like lifting yourself up in a helicopter and being able to see there's a traffic jam ahead and the person in the car on the street goes, what are you talking about? I can't see that. Einstein said just because you haven't gotten to some particular lake on your journey, you haven't arrived there yet, so it's not a reality for you, doesn't mean it doesn't already exist. So it exists, we just haven't experienced it yet. Now, do you want to go to parallel universes or not? Well, let me ask you a question about that. So when you see something like that, where does the, and I don't want to, I'm I'm being violent, I guess, uh, where does uh, free will play a role in that? I can see the path you're on right now, and if you stay on that path with your current beliefs, your th- your current thoughts, your current emotions, this is what your future looks like. And if you don't want that to happen, you have free will to change it. I had a girl come to me once, and I tuned in. I went, oh, my gosh, you have so much anger towards your father that you're headed for breast cancer, and that does not have to happen. You just need to release the anger and forgive him and get on with your life. You don't have to manifest um, cancer, breast cancer. She came back to me four years later and said, I didn't do what you said. I cannot seem to forgive my father um, for what he did. And I have breast cancer now. Can you help me? So then we went from there and shifted the reality. Okay. So that's where parallel universes and free will comes in. And I am a big proponent of free will. I don't like people telling me what to do. But what you brought it up earlier, we need to be aware of our thoughts and our beliefs. We're running on autopilot a lot or fear or whatever. And then those are the types of things that show up in our lives. So, and this is quantum physics is parallel universes. I actually got to go to England and have hours of conversation with David Deutsch, who is a world renowned quantum physicist and his Mm -hmm. specialty is parallel universes. So this is how this works. And I'm going to use lay terms to explain it. So in the room you're in right now, whoever's listening, There are at least 10 radio stations broadcasting around you right now, and all those radio waves are in that room, in the air around you right now, but you're not aware of them because you're not tuned into those frequencies. You're not aware of them, but if you go over to your tuner and you turn it on to, say, 101.7, you're going to hear the music, the talk, the program that's there, and that becomes your reality. Now, if you change the station to, say, 99.9, now you're hearing the talk the music, the information that's going on on that, and that becomes your reality. 
Now, the radio waves of 101.7 is still around you. It's still there. It just is not part of your reality because you're not aware of it. You're not tuned into it. It doesn't mean it's not there. It's there. That's the way I see parent. That's the way I've experienced. And I mean, I've got so much evidence that this works. I consciously go in and out of of parallel universes all the time to change my life. And people do it all the time. We're just not aware of it because people think there's only one reality and that's not true. So what quantum physics is saying is that every time you make a choice, let's say in high school, you chose to marry somebody you fell in love with there, but there's another you, just like what you said, Robert, that went forward, didn't marry that person, went on and married the person you're married to, you're married to now. And that person in high school is going on to have a whole separate life from you. And the one that married the wife you're with now is having a different experience. They're both you. They're, that's what I mean. We're infinite beings where there's so much more to us. And if people want to read more about this, they, they you know, go study parallel universes with quantum well, physics. Let's unpack that a little bit. So for, the, for, the, for our listeners, um, two questions. One is uh, how can they get started on tapping into some of these uh, abilities, number one. And number two, how how can they, uh, uh, you know, shift universes? Because they'll say, and I would say the same thing, well, I might be, you know, a famous rock star in another parallel universe, but in this one, or I might be bigger than Howard Stern in another one, but right now I'm on Guys Guys Radio and we're building. Mm-hmm. How do I, you know, how can you jump, how can I jump into a parallel universe that's for the best of everybody that puts me on a level of Howard Stern and within the next two years? Um, first of all, you don't have to do it for the best of everyone. That's what limits people. Sometimes they go, well, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, I went, oh, geez. Everybody is multiple universes, so they're going to choose to be in a certain universe. It's not that you're affecting them or making it bad. So I'm going to give you an exact example, perfect example of how I use this and show people how to do it. Years ago, I fell in love with this musician, thought it was like, that's it. This is the guy I'm going to marry. I want to be with him, blah, blah, blah. He wanted nothing to do with me. It's like, you're blonde. I don't like blondes. I like dark hair. Get out of my life. I live in Santa Barbara. We both did. He moved to the East Coast to join a band, said, don't, you know, leave me alone. I'm not into it. I was devastated. Now, when I started learning about parallel universes, I went, wow, anytime we find a new, a new, um, technique is supposed to give us more freedom, like uh, like discovering aerodynamics. Now we have more freedom because we can fly. Discovering the world is round. Now we have more freedom because we can travel around the world instead of flat earth. So go, if parallel universes are real, that must give me more power and more freedom. So what I did is I put my state, myself into a state of meditation and I noticed that in, the, I'm going to call it universe one, where he was rejecting me. I noticed in the universe, Robert, I had low self-worth. I didn't believe I was lovable. I didn't believe I was attractive. And I had a belief that no guy was ever going to want to be with me. And I was very mindful and aware that those were my beliefs and my feelings. And therefore, I manifested that reality. So what I did in this meditation is I imagined and experienced myself opening up these this membrane or like a curtain was like a membrane. I opened it up and imagined myself going into universe number two where, you know, and I I looked around and I went, no, in this one, he's still with the band. He's seen some girl. I would feel guilty pulling him away from that. So it's not universe two that I want to go in. I went into three and to four and to five. And in universe number five, I consciously shifted my beliefs about who I was. I started believing in myself more. I felt more attractive. 
I felt that in reality, in this universe, number five, this guy was really actually in love with me. He was attracted to me. I felt it in every cell of my body. I knew it was a reality. I knew that was just as real as universe number one. So I focused my attention on universe five. I dropped universe one completely. It was no longer part, just like changing the station. That other station was no longer part of my reality. I believed in this one more. And by the way, we've seen this in, in somewhere in, somewhere in time and, and back to the future and frequency. There's a lot, and even the latest movie yesterday, it's about parallel universes. So I focused my attention, my beliefs. I owned responsibility for my beliefs, my thoughts, and my emotions. This is what I saw, Robert. I saw him on the East Coast giving notice to the band because he wasn't really happy on the East Coast anymore, breaking up with whatever girl he was seeing because they weren't. He, she was too young, going to Iowa to see his meditating friends, going to um, Los Angeles to see his rock and roll friends because that felt like that was something he would do. And then he was coming back to Santa Barbara to be with me because he missed me. We have been together now for over 30 years. Okay? Wow. You know, and, wow. and when, That's amazing. That you just controlled him. And I went, no. I believed in that reality that it existed and it was real just as much as universe number one did. So that became my reality. Okay. Um, Guys Guys Radio, our special guest, Pamela Osley, acclaimed psychic or expert radio show host, author, and speaker, um, and psychic medium. Um. So a couple of things come out of that, Pam. Amazing story. Well, the key then, it sounds like, for people you is the, the tool of meditation, which is really just quieting everything down so you can be in a position to imagine and feel throughout the cells of your body, all of your microbes and everything, how you want to feel while you're imagining the situation you want to be in. And then I guess you come out of the, your meditation. Now, do you have to go back and meditate that same thing over and over again, or do you you just give it off, you give it to the universe and then forget about it and go about your day-to-day life? Or do you have to come back and, because it's not going to happen instantly. How do you kind of follow up, whether it's, you know, meeting the right guy or the, getting in the right job or whatever it is, or perfect health? What are, the, you know, going forward, what do people need to do to kind of keep steering things in the direction they want to go in? Well, let me answer it this way. What I've read is masters, masters of all this, know that they say it once and it's done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's all I did. I felt it so strongly. It was so real to me that I only had to do it once. Now, if you have to go back and back and back, which is not a problem, it shows that somebody, I don't feel like it really stuck that times and blah, blah, blah. So I felt it so real that I released it. Now, also, when I go into meditation, I connect with what quantum physics calls the field. Okay. I went into this field and then I also believed and knew that I create my own reality. So there's certain beliefs that I have that make things happen very quickly and they stick. Now, I also have times where I go, well, I really want this. And I can feel my emotion, my beliefs in counter, they're counterproductive. They're in conflict with each other. We're like, I really want this to happen. Oh, but it probably is not. Oh, but I really want this to happen. Oh, who do you think you are? You think you're so, you know, and then I oh, don't be arrogant. You can't have what you want. All of that. When I'm in conflict then things take longer. They don't manifest as well. So as long as I put more of my focus and energy on, say, the the one that I want, eventually mm-hmm. it will show up. It's like tipping the scales. It just takes longer. So there's no said. It's not about time. It's about the frequency, the beliefs, the power of the beliefs, the beliefs. They and get out of the way. Mm-hmm. So go back in and go. Ah, oh, you just you just went back in and doubted it, and so now you got to do it again. 
Yes. Yeah, so it's like I've I've been told I take a spiritual enfoldment class and my teacher, we do it, you know, a weekly Skype group call from all around the world. And uh, she basically says, if you, you know, you, you ask if you, you want to get some help and you put it out there, don't keep putting it out there every day until it happens, because then kind of universal energy, if you will, they they need to kind of start over again and say, oh, if you put it out there and you know it, just that's it. You you hand it over. Like, uh, just let it go and keep going. Is that is that accurate, Pam? Absolutely. Now, what I tell people, and I do the same thing, if you put it out there and then you, you go, oh, it's still not happening, it's still not happening, then I go back and I go, okay, where are my fears? Where am mm-hmm. I? Where's the riptide? You know what the riptide is, right? The ocean yeah. wave yes. going to the yes. shore, but something underneath is pulling it back. For people that don't know that, because I live in California, um, then basically, if it's not happening, I go, all right, where was my resistance? Where was my self-doubt? And I don't beat myself up for it, because then, I, then I'm then i putting too much fear energy on, oh, I'm blowing it, I'm not doing it. And I go, that anchors it even more in the one that I don't want. Okay. Let's talk about uh, auras, because you have a book on auras. Um, uh, let me get the name of that book. Uh, Life, Life Colors, Love Colors, I guess. Oh, mm-hmm, both of them. Okay, so uh, what what are auras? Just for those of us out there who are not familiar, and how how do you, how can you see them, and what is the significance of them, and how how can we use our auras to uh, kind of manage our lives? You mentioned to me, you're like, oh, you're you're violet, but isn't there like you know, there's the inner color uh, closer to the body, and then outside of the body, there's other colors that kind of change. Uh, could you just give us a quick one on one on that? Because we were we. Right. That's a bit of a time crunch. Yeah, that's my experience of auras. The one or two colors in your bands of auras, because there's lots of different um, energy bands out from you. In my experience, the one or two colors of bands closest to your body are your life colors. That shows me who you are, what your life theme is, what you've chosen to experience here, your personality, careers that are going to be fulfilling and you're drawn to, relationship styles, even potential health issues. (laughs) All of those are covered in the one or two bands closest to your body. The outer bands in the aura change all the time, depending on what's going on with someone at the time. So if somebody gets really angry, I see red flaring up in their outer bands, but it doesn't stay. That's Mm -hmm. different than a red life color. So what I've seen with you is violet, yellow. You've got predominantly violet. You have so much violet, it's it's overwhelming almost. I mean, it's huge. And that's powerful because violets are visionaries. They're the leaders. They're spiritual teachers. Or I'll tell you about that in a second. But you've also got a little bit of yellow and a lot of green. So um, the reason it's important for people to know this is not to limit them because you do have two of the aura colors that don't like being told what to do, okay? Um, uh, yellows are kind of stubborn. They're pleasers. They're big kids. They, it's all about physical and exercise and nature. You keep showing me this Im- image of wanting to, like, it's good for you to be in the mountains, sweetie, power, like mountains, trees, big, a big ocean, something that you're inspired by. You keep showing me that vision. So... Um, violets are powerful visionaries and the reason it's important for people to understand their aura colors number one is it gives people permission to be who they are so many people are lost because they've been told you can't be like that and unrealistic dreamer and that that doesn't fit in with society and so they suppress themselves and then they're depressed or unhappy so it validates who you are and Robert it helps us get along with each other because instead running around going, why can't you see what I see? Why can't you be more like me? Why can't you think like this? We go, oh, you're a crystal. You're a lavender. You're a blue. Okay, I get it. I see what's important to you. I know how to speak your language. And then we can get along because we're all here for a different reason, for a different journey, for different experiences. There's no good or bad colors 
there's in power and out of power, meaning there's positive sides to each color and not so positive side to each color. But it's important to know who you are. Okay, so uh, for somebody who has, for, for, just for our audience, so I've got the violet and the yellow and the green. What, what do I need to know? What does somebody need to know based on the colors that you see? Well, each one of those colors has different qualities. Empower making, in other words, different ways to create their reality, different things that are important to them. So, for example, you violets, violets don't like working for other people. Violets want to do their own projects. They need to reach the masses. You guys are here to shift the consciousness of the planet or to improve the quality of life for people. And violets operate this way. 150, okay? You guys have these visions, these dreams, and people accuse, including themselves, of being unrealistic dreamers. That's too big. How are you going to get there? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got green in your aura, and greens are more organized, efficient. They'll write lists because violets can get scattered. They multitask. There's like 20 things they want to do or they don't know how to get there, right? Yep. Green can be more organized, efficient, handle the business, get things organized, so make a plan. So that's going to help your violet. But if it's out of power, then the green will judge it. You can't do that. You know, blah, How are you going to make money doing that? Or you don't have that. Blah, blah, blah. Greens can get very skeptical and cynical and, and, and judge themselves. Or violets are like, come on, dude, I'm trying to live my vision. Mm-hmm. Talk me out of it. And then yellows are creative, physical, um, creative ideas. They've got unending energy. Boy, yellows know how to live long. They know how to stay healthy. So if, if you learn how to work all of those colors together, then you can accomplish your dreams and your goals. It's when they start fighting. Like greens don't like violets. You know, they, they uh, who do you think you are, right? Blah, blah, blah. Because greens like to be in control and it's all about money. And yellows, yellows want to go play. They want to go have fun. They want to go exercise. They want to go be in nature. So if, and, and yellows out of power can get lazy and procrastinate and, 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 and other things get in the way. And then the violet goes, hey, dude, I'm trying to accomplish something here. Get back here. So as long as they work together, you can create your dreams. When those sides of you start going in opposite directions, you're going to feel unfulfilled, unhappy, in conflict, and frustrated. Got it. Okay. Uh, Robert Manny here, your host, Guys Guys Radio, our special guest, uh, psychic medium, color expert, aura expert, radio host, uh, Pamela Osley. What a fantastic conversation. Another area that you uh, focus on is, uh, I guess, uh, contacting people who have passed over. So I guess the question is, how do you do that? And where is everybody once they pass? In a different frequency. Energy doesn't die. It never dies. It just it changes forms. That's physics. So they're like the radio waves. They're in a different frequency. So all I have to do is adjust my frequency to talk to them. And the key thing about being able to do any of these things, Robert, number one, people have to want to do it. Okay, number one, as too many people are afraid or they're afraid bad things will happen or they're afraid they'll be overwhelmed by something, you know, blah, whatever, or people right. are just, they have to want to do it. Number two, they have to believe it's possible, at least somewhat. Okay, number three, the biggest thing is you've got to learn how to be quiet. The mental chatter, and especially in this, in, 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 in Western society, the mental chatter is so busy and so preoccupied and so distracted that we don't know how to be quiet to hear things from a different level, a quieter level. Then you can sense things. You can even sense how somebody feels in the room, right? You don't have to ask them. You can feel it. Um, So it's the same thing. I've just learned how to shift my attention to a frequency where people are still communicating, 
and I can hear them. So I just pass that information on. So being quiet and then practicing. We've learned everything we know how to do by practicing, whether we're eating, driving, walking, talking, writing. We learned all of it by practicing. And then so, we, and so, then giving okay. your acknowledgement that you've got it. Now, uh, for instance, you, we're, we're speaking together, or even if you're on the street or something, do you see passed over people around people? physical people in the thir- third dimension in our day-to-day lives? Do you, or do you see spirits kind of walking down the street? Do you, do you like when, for us speaking now, do you see anything or how, how does that all work for you? Um, I, I don't see it all the time. I'm not like, oh my gosh, there's dead people everywhere. I don't do that. <laughs> That's not what like, I was asking. <laughs> no, uh-uh. It's, um, I, I, it's, it's, I tune into it and I okay. use this example and people ask if I see orals all the time. Yeah, but I don't choose to sometimes. So I use this analogy. Let's say you're walking down your main street. Um, you know that everybody's wearing clothes, I'm assuming. You don't choose to focus on what they're wearing and how it goes and what the, you know, you don't choose to focus on that. You're still aware somebody might be wearing blue jeans, but you're not focused on it. Okay. So what do people need to know about that? Let's say uh, somebody, like my dad passed a year ago and I, we had closure and I, I know he's been in touch and he's there for me, yet I don't bother him because I think he's having a great time. Mm-hmm. However, a lot of people I know uh, that, you know, they, they've had, they, they don't have closure and they're, 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 they're not maybe based, based on their beliefs that they they're, uh, have anxiety about, you know, oh, I, it didn't end well or where is he or she? How would you advise people to be able to find closure or understand that it never ends? Um, Well, okay, that's such a loaded question because everybody's different. Some people don't want closure. Some people don't want to know their loved ones still around them because they're afraid of them. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I would tell people is, um, first of all, my experience has been when people cross over, they're so awake that they go into love they're awake. They see why they did the behavior they did. They see what was happening. And a lot of them try to communicate with their loved ones to apologize, let them know what they know now. So there's love on the other side, a lot of love. And, and um, if people really want to connect with them, they can either talk to someone who does it, you know, for a living. Or if they want to do it themselves, just be quiet and allow it in. Just be quiet. And one of the keys that you're hearing someone on the other side is they'll talk in their language. They'll use their words, not the words. Not they won't talk the way you do. It, it's usually conscious. It usually enters into a thought in your mind. Most people mm-hmm. don't hear it out loud. They hear the thoughts in their mind. Then they go, "Oh, I'm just making that up. I think I'm making it up." And I go, "But did they use their words?" Right. Are you are you using your own words for it? So it's just learning how to practice and trust it. And it's real, uh, you know, until people start experiencing it themselves. It's it's tough. All right. One last question. And then I want to move to your information for everybody. And that is, is apparently we all have guides. We have teams on the other side, uh, like a keeper, the threshold, kind of like a door door person for us to keep the right entities coming in and keep the wrong ones out. And, uh, and we also have a team of different different entities working with us that would be very happy to work with us, but they have to be invited in. What do you have to say about that real quick? My experience, they're there. We've got help. We've got love. All we have to do is ask. And I don't feel like we have to um, just say, okay, you have permission. I've seen all kinds of people get um, rescued from car accidents or kids from a bomber in the room. They didn't ask for it. Guides just came in and helped. Got it. Okay. Um, Tell us about uh, your new book, your other books, your website, the services you have, where people can reach you, Pam. I'm right here. No, okay. (laughs) 
everything, everything. I got I to gotta get that green violet. I got to get your yellow up a little bit because yellows are funny. They have a great sense of humor. So uh, everything's on my website, auracolors.com, A-U-R-A colors.com. I've got both my Aura Color books listed there. They're on Amazon. They're on all over online. Um, I've got Make Your Dreams Come True. I've got uh, Aura Color Quiz on there. Everything, it's free. Go take the Aura Color Quiz. Find out what it is. Um, I've got free videos on there. I've got courses on there. People want to go deeper, including the quantum physics. All my books, Infinite You, everything's on there. My radio show archives are all on there. Everything I've done for the last yeah, decades is on that website, and a lot of it's for free. Great. All right. Well, thank you. Pam Osley has uh, gifted us with her time on Guys Guys Radio. Fascinating conversation. But Pam, you're a guys guy, whether you know it or not. <laughs> thank you. Well, you guys are all cute, and I love guys. So it's right. okay, guys. Don't think you're going crazy. You're just getting expanded. You're evolving, and that's what we always do. We always evolve. Cool. All right. Robert Manny's The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love is a fast-paced tale of flawed men and savvy women competing for love, sex, power, and money in the city where they play for keeps. It's the men's successor to Sex in the City. The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love is a sexy romp through the fast-moving, high-stakes world of Madison Avenue. Available now on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Okay, that was a great interview with Pam. And I'm so honored that she came on Guys Guys Radio and shared all that information. Again, her website is Aura, A-U-R-A, colors.com. And there's lots of information. As you recall, uh, Pam was talking about my aura color, my predominantly uh, violet, and then there was some yellow and some green. So you can look all of those up. The meanings uh, are all on her website, auracolors.com. So what else did we learn? Well, we learned about tel- telepathy, uh, psychic abilities, um, uh, how to see energy fields, how to create using pure energy, uh, the fact that there are parallel universes that we can uh, use meditation to enter those realms and actually create some of the things in our life that we want. We talked about, you know, can I have that Corvette? Well, what Pam's process was for her to get the guy she wanted, she actually imagined herself through meditation and in a series of different universes till she found the one that felt right with him and the right circumstances to be her partner and it worked out for her. Now, I haven't tried it yet and I don't I didn't ask her how do you know if the universe is is that you're in the right one or not, but I guess it's just by trial and error where it doesn't feel right then it's not the right one or you don't see those circumstances or feel those circumstances that you want so it's not the right one. So anyhow, Pam Osley, what a cool guest. So guys, guys radio. What else is going on? Well, you know, we're here every Wednesday on KCAA at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, and also they replay the show on Sundays at 2 p.m. We're on 102.3, 106.5 FM, 10.50 a.m., and we're also all over the Internet, so you can stream or download whenever you want. So the, the downloads for the show go get posted on Thursday morning, right after the Wednesday night show. We're on Apple Podcasts, I, slash iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Block Talk Radio, CastBox, KCAA.com, 
And also you can stream it on my website, robertmanni.com. Also, lots of information about the whole Guys Guys movement, about me, about my book, The Guys Guys Guide to Love, about two dudes in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. It's a, it's a good gift for the holiday season. It's a fun read. It's been called The Male Successor to Sex in the City. Also, I've got over 350 blog posts about everything that has to do with life, love, and the pursuit of happiness all through my own guys, guys, authentic guys, guys filter, if you will. And I try to bring you the best ideas for your consideration. I'm no guru, but when I collect information or I collect great guests that come on the show, I like to bring them to you and then you can determine what fits for you. So the guys, guys, guide to love is the novel of guys, guys radio right here. My website is robertmanni, M-A-N-N-I.com. Uh, if you want to help out the show, rate, review, and subscribe on at iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. And also check me out. I'm all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We try to put some interesting, fun information out there all the time also. So the Guys Guys movement, it's all about when men and women can be at their best. Everyone wins. What is a guy's guy? Well, like I always say, a guy's guy is, has uh, knows how to be in touch with his emotions. He's confident in his own skin, comfortable in his own skin, not arrogant. He treats women well. He treats old people well. He treats kids well. He treats animals well. He uh, recognizes the basically the divinity in everybody and everything on the planet. And once you start doing that, everything gets elevated, including your own personal frequency and vibration. If that sounds like a lot of hoo-ha, well, that's your take on it, but it really works. If you think and can manage your thoughts where you think the right thoughts and think of the positive outcomes and just always look for that silver lining, you'll find that your life will change for the better. That I can attest to. So anyhow, thanks so much for being with us throughout this year. I'm really thrilled to be on Guys Guys Radio and bringing you all these wonderful guests. It's been fantastic. We've got so much more coming up throughout the holidays into 2020, and I'm psyched about it. And I hope you're having a great holiday season, and I thank you for your support. I thank you for listening. And as I always like to say, Guys Guys, finish first. It's Guy's Guy Radio.